Right, here we go. You are live. Uh, welcome, everyone. Um, this is... I'm Chris. Um, this is going to be a web chat. The first one's going to be slightly different to the format that I want to get it like when we've got um, an active user base. Um, but, yeah, so what what this is going to be is I've got my mum. Hello, mum. Hey. Yeah, I've got my mum, and for the first one, because I've got my mum on, I want to go through a bit of discussion about what we've been through, um, not just recently, but in the past and such, but obviously keeping it respectful. Um, as with everything to do with mental health, any advice that I give, etc., does not mean that I'm qualified uh, to give certain information. So throughout uh, the broadcast, just like here at the bottom of the screen that you can see, there's a Samaritan support number. If you do need urgent help, I'd strongly recommend to contact them. Or there's also Calm. Uh, they're open till uh, from 5 p.m. till midnight every day. Um, if it's beyond that, then please contact uh, either your loved ones or uh, the police. They are there to help you, believe me. So, yeah, uh, without further ado, um, let's get into it. So, are you all right, Mum? Yeah, good. Cool. Okay. So, um, where do we start? Um yeah, it's been quite a, a bit of a roller coaster month, to be honest. Um, yeah, it's. I might as well start from it. So I had a bit of a, a trigger session. What were we on three weeks ago? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, almost. Actually, it's probably three weeks. Over to the three day. weeks. Yeah, just try. Thursday, Friday, I Thursday. can't remember. All, yeah, all, Three all the, weeks, all Thursday. The, all the days seem to roll into one for me. But um, yeah, so Thursday, I had a, a bit of a difficult discussion, which led to a, a relationship breakdown. Let, let's just put it like that. And um, yeah, I took it really badly and I'd reached my limit. Now, I'm not going to go into full detail on what I was doing, etc. Um, it felt to me that I had a pre-plan of what I was going to do, but out of respect for my mum and such, I won't go into that side of things. Um, yeah, so skipping forward, I, uh, I had the police with me and I was taken to a car with a crisis response team which there's one police officer and one fully trained mental health nurse um there's one per area per county um and they're on call 24 7. and i had a discussion with them um probably two and a half hours long and um from that I was taken back to my parents' house, and this is where, obviously, I can bring my mum into it. Um, yeah, probably, what was it, half one, two in the morning? 
something like that? No, it, it was a lot earlier than that. Was it? Um, okay. Yeah, it was a lot earlier. It was, I think it was about 11. It's okay. just it that, just shows. That, just shows that, that day no was idea. 40 hours long. So. Yeah. yeah, over 40 hours, weren't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so that, that just shows how unaware I was um at the, at the time and uh yeah so I started out like my mum quite rightly says there uh, I'm just gonna call you so I can't call you my mum all through this <laughs> but um yeah um and that started 42 43 hours worth of pretty pretty bad times um the the police left me and my mum mum and dad's care and referred me to the crisis team which is the nhs and uh yeah so that started a very long night of basically you, you, for lack of better terms you you calmed me down didn't you 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 know you taught me down you brought me down as much as you could I think there was a lot of long silences. I think there was a lot of, I don't know, I, I can't even put my finger on what it was because obviously it's it's new, it's alien, and how do you yeah. deal with it? Um, I well, think... Before, before this... Um, before this happened, was you even 10% aware of what you are now? God, no, absolutely not. I think I've I've had a massive learning curve. I'm not suggesting I'd ever want to go through it again. Mm. Um, but the things that you learn and the things of how you deal with stuff, it nobody can tell you how to deal with it nobody can you've just got to take your moment and you've got to work together on it and i yeah. i think it's difficult it's extremely difficult but i think for for better words of things we're better people absolutely i agree um obviously we, we are skipping ahead a bit but i'll i'll gladly say i know you know i'm a mid-30s bloke but i've got no shame in saying that this has brought me a hell of a lot closer to you um and if there was a way that i thought of being able to be like that without going through this god i would have done that but you know um the, there are positives to take from this massively um in my opinion yeah, I agree. I mean, it, it 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 is difficult when everyone's got separate lives, and you know, you're doing your thing, we we do our thing, and we work and and whatever, and, and you lose sight of what's actually important. I think. Yeah, I agree. I th I think that sums it up really well. Um, yeah. So, get getting back to it, then it was like I say there were long periods of silence and my head was it, it was coming down from being built up so much to think 
you know, that this is it. Again, I don't want to go too deep into things, but it was more coming down and just trying to... You exist in fog. So people are talking to you. You spoke to me. Dad spoke to me. And it was like you were talking another language because you're so clouded um you, you literally it's like you're drowning in mud that's what it feels like so those 40 40 plus hours i don't remember much from them i just know that i had a bed i had support and that was the best thing in the world at the time even though obviously it didn't feel like it like it but it gave me gave me a bit of a, a foundation a bit of a safety net I think I used that term at the time um that it's it it's the first time throughout all of that which made me feel that I I, I wasn't alone even though you feel that way at the time so the first the first what the first day absolutely and into the second day i mean to me and obviously to you as well from what you were saying it just kind of rolls rolled into one well the three weeks feels i think we had this conversation the other day yeah it feels so long it feels that so much went into those days that I mean, I used to joke with you beforehand saying, oh, I've got nothing to do with my days at the minute <laughs> to the point of, oh, my God, there's not enough hours in the day to yeah. achieve everything that we had to or wanted to without pushing the limits too far, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, yeah, I, I definitely filled a, a bit of stopgap during lockdown for you. Um <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Um, but yeah, so then then going forward from that, um, obviously, as I mentioned, the crisis team then got involved, um, which had its positive and, and its negative sides. We'll go into that. Um, and throughout all this, I'm not bashing the NHS. Without the NHS, you know, I, I don't think, that I would be here, um, that a lot of people, especially in this sector, I don't think a lot of people would be here. So, you know, it's not knocking them as a whole. Absolutely not. Um, so, yeah, uh, when was it? Was it Sunday? Sunday was the first appointment. Um, and this lovely lady, not going to name any names or anything like that, um, she turned up and informing that she's been doing this for years and she actually I think she said that um she retired in December and because the need of people was so great that she came back and started again halfway through January um this this is the the first one was where it was just me wasn't it I don't you weren't yeah. there yeah mm -hmm. yeah um so we had a discussion I don't think we'd Sorry. Sorry, at that time, I don't think we'd set any parameters about what we were going to do together. Yeah, yeah, it was it was literally a, 
okay, this woman's coming round. Neither of us knew what to expect or anything, and obviously, I still wasn't. I wasn't right. Far from it. Um, but yeah, so th- this lady come round and she started speaking to me and trying trying to understand what sort of threat level I was. Um, if I'm a danger to people or to myself or both. Um, so we went through that together um, and went through a bit of a tit for tat with um, the idea of diazepam. I'm, I'm not good with it. Um, I immediately rejected the idea um, and said that there was no way because it would make things a lot worse, this, the current situation. The, the then current situation um yeah and it was kind of a okay well we'll we'll set up what they call a care plan um and they set a discharge date um th- that was three weeks plus in the future so the lady leaves and what have you and we have a bit of a chat about it, still not really knowing what to expect, did we? It was more of a, okay, we'll we'll see you again in the next day. And um, yeah, so from then it was kind of a lot of free time in terms of thinking, um, you know, planning on what to do next, because at that time I was... I was probably going minute by minute as opposed to day by day. Um, wasn't eating um, at all, no matter how much you tried. Bless you. Um, it just it just didn't appeal, um, and obviously extremely sleep deprived by that point. Um, yeah, and then it kind of went into a day by day backwards and forwards between them always different people never the same nurse um where it was kind of a how are you doing um we, we've upped your meds so i was on uh isotalopram but they upped the dosage of that and gave me was it zopic zopiclan or something similar i can't remember some something like that um and yeah so it was kind of a here's your medication let's try it let's see how you go um first night was that that night that i was given that was the first night that i had any sort sort of sleep it wasn't proper sleep it was medication induced um and with that, with lack of better words, it turned me into a fucking zombie. It really did. I mean, all, all I can tell is, all I can remember is that I messaged you to let the dog out because I couldn't move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It was a really weird first night because obviously I didn't sleep. And I was up and down all night just checking that he was okay and and what have you. And from what I'm aware, you kind of, I don't know whether it was nightmares, but it wasn't like a proper sleep like you, you alluded to. It was very much drug-induced, um, yeah. but to the point that you were so exhausted, 
something had to give. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that, that's obviously where I just, you know, I, I can't remember much and just woke up not being able to move my legs. I was aware, I was aware that they were there, but I couldn't, I couldn't use them. Um, I couldn't use them at all. And it was completely hazy. And one of the worst, probably the worst I've actually ever felt because the zero control, um, not being able to move, not being able to get words out and just horrendous, absolutely horrendous, um, which we did feedback straight away to them. Uh, I was given three nights worth of these tablets um and yeah so i i stuck to it i took them all um the side effects didn't change in fact they probably got worse on the second day um from what i remember you couldn't even day. you couldn't even sit up on the second day yeah so you know that from that sort of side it was absolutely horrendous um but it got worse, didn't it? The next day when we uh, we went in there for an appointment and um, we sat down in this room. And do, do you want to go for it, Mum? Because I know you look. This is your favourite bit. <laughs> uh, well, without going into loads of detail about it, I don't know how much you want to say. But Just as long as, as long as we don't mention names and such, we don't want to put anyone, you know. I'm not not being slanderous or anything like that. We'll just say what happened and keep it truthful, and that's it. Okay. Well, um, like you said earlier, we never seen the same person. So we saw this one who obviously hadn't read any case notes um, and went down the route of asking whether your alcohol dependency and drug dependency had improved. At this point, I was like, hang on a minute, they're not talking about you at all. So I looked across at you and I thought, do you know what? But the whole thing was about you getting better, but I just couldn't sit there and let them go through this. And I just sort of said to this this caseworker, have you read the notes? Because you're obviously talking about somebody else. Yeah. I just I just want to quite... be clear that I don't I don't take any drugs. I literally I smoke cigarettes and if I have one bottle of cider a year, you would be very, very lucky. So yeah, I just want to clear that up and explain it, that's all. But yeah, I mean it was like <laughs> I, I just said you clearly hadn't read the notes. Oh well there's all these excuses that they have to read lots of notes and yada yada yada. I'm not being funny, but if somebody is in such a position and they hear things like that, uh, how are you set to tip somebody over the edge? You know, I just think uh, I just wanted to get up and walk out. And at one point, I believe that we did yeah. because um, it just wasn't going anywhere in a positive nature. And we'd been, even though this was like, day two or day three I believe um, we were tr both trying to work at positivities and things that we could work on to improve um, states of mind or whatever you want to call it to yeah. be 
given that, it was like, seriously? <laughs> I, I, I was gobsmacked. <laughs> Literally gobsmacked. Yeah, I mean, from from my point of view, you, you're already feeling pretty shit. And then to be basically told, oh, you know, um, you're alcoholic dependent and you, you've got a drug addiction. Well, no, I've not. And then because of the fogginess, because of the medication and such, you start questioning yourself a bit. But like like, like you just said, Mum, with them um, looking over at each other like, she got the right person. And the thing is with that is like, okay, it, it, it's a misunderstanding as such and it's words and it could, it, it is pretty harmless. But then I started questioning straight away, like, are these the right people? Are they going to get me mixed up with someone else? Are they going to give me someone else's medication? And at that time, my anxiety was through the roof anyway. And this was not helping. Believe me, it was not helping. It was more of a hindrance than a help. So going through that within the heads, the, the mental state, the, the headspace that I was in was absolutely horrendous to me. And I'd lost any sort of faith in you know, any anything, any help that they could give. I think the worry with it as well, I mean, I'm not backwards in coming forwards, as you know, but if there was somebody in there on their own who exactly. probably didn't have support, it just makes, makes me wonder, is all. And I'm not dissing the NHS. They do a fantastic job. They do. But I think there's a lot of shortfalls in mental health. Um, you know, the, the biggest thing we found, and I know you've already said it, is that you don't have a continuous person that you see. So you are raking over old coals every visit that you have. You have to start from right at the beginning um, because there is no continuum. There is no constant notes. Your case your case plan doesn't change from the day one. So I just believe that people would get a lot more confidence. And I'm not saying there's a magic switch or anything, but if you lose faith in something that earlier on in your treatment or whatever you want to call it, your care, it takes a bloody lot to get it back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I couldn't say that any better myself. Um, and, and that's kind of the state state of mind that we're in, I think, then throughout all, a lot of it uh, until what, we're, what we get to. But um, then after that, again, it was next day, another person. And this is where it started creeping in with the like matters about the discharge date now this person that came around was a complete yes woman in terms of don't worry about the discharge date it's flexible um we can look at and we can recommend that there's a bit of continuum with seeing the same people and all the, all the things that you want to hear um i think um that's the way that i took it anyway um so i was thinking oh great so Hopefully, I get to see the same person the next day. Um, hopefully, like, 
I, I then then basically I don't have to treat the 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 twelfth um the twelfth of this month as the be all and end all. Whatever happens, whatever state of mind that I'm in on the twelfth, that's it. That's the deadline. That's the way it was sort of explained, and that's what I started fretting about because there was sort of a countdown, which again wasn't helping because I was thinking, geez, are they expecting me to be better than I am now, or am I going to be on harsher drugs to make that date achievable? All these sort of things were going around my head. And um, yeah, so we, we had all, all, all those things that, um, like I say, that were sort of promised to us. Um, the next day someone else comes and completely abolishes that you know completely destroys it you know that it's not possible to see someone else uh, see the same person um you discharge they what what was it mum was it it wasn't set in stone but it's something that they tend to stick to or i can't remember the terminology that they used it depended who you spoke to because um like you just said, we had one conversation saying, well, if you still need us in four months, we're still here for you. We had another one saying, well, no, we only last for this long and then you get tracked onto something else potentially. Or it, it just flipped and changed. You, you just didn't know where I didn't know where I was. And I, I was the one that was trying to be strong and controlled and and you know that I knew what was going on so that if you had missed something I could affirm what you thought they'd said or or not um but I was just confused with it as well because we just didn't know whether we were coming and going at, at one point I believe yeah yeah and um... Yeah, so so after it was kind of mixed messages, um, you, you contacted like the higher ups there and literally gave them what for and sort of saying you can't you can't make false promises and so on, especially someone that's in the current state of mind. Um, and uh, it, it was really good. In in fairness, he, he said that he was going to arrange for an appointment with a doctor um to review medication and so on and um yeah he, you know he, he did stick to his word in fairness didn't he so yeah it, I, I, he was he bad. was excellent but he was really excellent but it shouldn't take that you have to express your feelings that you want to speak to somebody further up the ladder to actually get the care that you wanted mm -hmm. or needed at that time but if that's what it takes as a mom that is what you're going to do because that's it doesn't matter how old you are that's your child that's your flesh and blood that's that's your child hurting you've got to get the best for your child and you know what if i had to do it again i would yeah yeah it, like i say it's it's hard for me to say from that um that point of view because obviously i was on the other side um and um 
yeah so next day it, we uh we turned turned up didn't we 11 30 appointment <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we turned up spoke to the receptionist and saying hi my name's chris um i've got an appointment with the doctor at half 11 oh oh right um well it's it's down here on the notes that it was a telephone call no 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 no, no we spoke to x and um he, he was arranging it for us so it says oh sit down uh, take take a seat we'll uh what was it? I'll, I'll get in touch with someone who who knows more. So we're sitting there for Jesus. Forty minutes. Yeah, forty minutes or so. And with the greatest respect, that there are so many different levels to mental health. Even though that I felt rock bottom, there were much. How do I how do I phrase it? There were greater affected people around the reception area, walking to and from different areas. And it wasn't a nice place to be. And that I mean that with the greatest respect to the people that were there. But for me, it was kind of a am I am I being categorized the same because I'm being I'm being told to come here and so on. So it kinda it makes you it, it made me worry. It it really did. It honestly did. Um so yeah, forty minutes later of sitting in this uh, this reception. We had some woman comes out and says, no, 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 telephone, telephone appointment, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. And I kind of kind of snapped at that point and just says, look, can you get so-and-so? Because he's told us different. So um, he comes out absolutely brilliant, like apologised for everything, didn't he? And, you know, and uh, went storming through to try and get a doctor. And uh, this is where... Finally, I know it's been quite negative. I'm I'm more than conscious of that. But like I say, I've got to if I'm gonna tell it, I'm gonna tell it straight and exactly how it how it was. Um but then we got through and seen a doctor and that that was the the start of the 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 uphill climb to getting back to back to a better place. That, that would you phrase that any other way, Mum? I don't know. I just think the the person we saw absolutely knew his stuff. Yeah. And he he asked the right questions, he asked them in the right way, and he was kind of getting to the crux of things mm-hmm. and making it easy. Um and yeah, like you said, that that was for a better phrase, that was a turning point, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the thing the thing about this doctor, the way he explained it was that he used to perform open heart surgery. Um he was a heart surgeon, effectively. And but he had a passion for uh, psychotherapy. And mm-hmm. um so, so he t- by his own admission, he took a bit of a pay cut, and he, he's working his passion. So, you know, it probably is one of the best people that you could see. And the way he explained it, like, for lack of better terms, he knew his shit, but he also explained it in such a simple way that I could understand, um, and talked through a lot of things. And within 
I, I think personally, I think within the first five minutes, he knew straight away who'd look like the issue uh, and how to sort it. But obviously, he, he delved a bit deeper and got uh, got further into it just to kind of make sure. And he was then talking about uh, emotional reality disorder and disorder traits. So he was talking about that there's nine different sections. Some people higher on the scale have all nine. People like myself have some of them. Um, and he was saying that he wished that, what, what did they say at the start was, if, if I'd seen you before, you wouldn't be in this position. Something similar like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, yeah, he just talked about he, he literally drew a diagram saying that these are your thoughts. This these thoughts then go to um, the these then go to your behavior and your emotional responses. And he was saying that there's thousands and thousands of different ways that you process thoughts. And he literally scribbled that out for me and said. That's what we need to fix. That's what we need to rebuild. And then he started going into how to actually process a thought. And it sounds so, to, to some people, it will sound so silly and so stupid. And I, I, I'd i say that I was guilty of it when he was talking. I was thinking, nah, mate, I've been, I've been having these problems for so long, yet what you're saying seems so simple that it can't possibly work excuse me it can't possibly work so um he, he literally he, he must have come up with it come up against that sort of thinking quite often because straight away he goes right well let's just do it now and he got you involved didn't he so mm-hmm. um yeah he, uh, he he got us to do it and i'll tell you what it sort of hit a bit of a nerve in a good way thinking, Jesus, well, that's only, you know, I think we spent about two, two and a half hours with him. And that, that started the complete change for me. I don't know if you want to add any, any more about that appointment. I I just thought he was, like you said, he, he didn't talk to you like you would after anything. He, he said it in layman's terms so that people could understand his technologies and, and um, his way of explaining stuff was, was really very clear. Um, And yeah, like you said, he did, we spent two and a half two hours 45 with him he wasn't rushed or pushed he made sure everything was comfortable he 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 was a nice guy and I just think you know when you walked out of that office you had changed so much in that two hours 45 that it was like not someone flicked a switch, but it was like the how can I put it? You could see the wood for the trees at that point. You yeah. you were starting to come out of this mist and fog. You could see a bit more clarity. I'm not saying he had a magic wand, I'm not. But what I am saying is that you'd got a, a reason to be. If that mm-hmm. makes sense, yeah, that that's that explains it 
hundred percent. Um, and the difference in you after that, I mean, it took us time to get that appointment. That must have been like day seven or day eight, or I don't know, because it all kind of rolled into one. But from that point, it was like, do you know what? It's got a bit of appetite back now. Do you know what? Yeah, it yeah, might be drug-inducing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you might still be on drug-induced sleep, but you were ready for sleep. Um, you had stuff that you actually wanted to get up and do. You had, again, it is a reason to be. You you had that then. It was like somebody giving it you back because of all those dark times and the and that's what they are. Yeah. You you were you were getting out of that mud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's that's literally it. It's basically you you go throughout and you've kind of got like horse blinkers on and you just you know you just set in the same routine because you. You, it, it took Going through so the motions. Many, yeah, it took so many years to get to the point to seeing this bloke, and within two and a half hours, and I'm talking probably, you know, I'm I'm talking over ten years, easy, and then just literally spending two and a half hours with this person, and he's just saying, well, the way that you're handling those thoughts, that's wrong. Let's change that, and that's it. It it literally. I know it sounds so bloody stupid, but something just switched and that that helped massively. And from then on, like you say, I come out of that room and I had a total different outlook. I wanted to do things. I was starting to plan more than just like hours at a time. The amount of times where I said to you over that first week, oh, we're, I, I'm, I'm just hour by hour. Because at that point, I mm-hmm. was still... I still wasn't set on anything. I could take it or leave it, you know. So that was that. That was basically where I was. So it um it it basically that that basically helped in a massive way. Um, hold on, the dogs just turned the TV on. One second, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, so that was that was a massive turning point, um, like, like you quite rightly said. So um, going going from there, it was it was basically still still within that service, and um, just kind of backing it down a bit. Um, what also helped was uh, going on to YouTube live stream. Uh, web chat similar to this um, with civil disobedience and I was talking to him about how I was that that was a good release for me uh, it gave me the confidence to start doing this as well and um, someone in the chat I can't remember the guy's name I really wish I could because I want to thank him and he was mentioning um, about a Dutch person called Wim Hof and it was only when I watched that back um, that I saw that he he said, look, try this, promise you, it will change your outlook on everything. And and I did. All it is is an 11-minute video um, about advanced 
breathing techniques and just clearing your mind, being able to spend the time to check in with yourself if you have any outstanding sorts of thoughts or feelings and so on, think about them. And then on the exhale of your breath, they're gone. You, you just get rid of them and it, it, it's done. And it's got to the point where that's pretty much everything to me. Um, my, my partner yesterday, she uh, not yesterday, day before, sorry, um, had a grandma seizure. And normally I, I deal with the issues at the time. And then afterwards, I'm a complete wreck because it drains you emotionally. And I start thinking about things and beating myself up and, oh, could I do things differently and so on. And even whilst whilst it was happening and she was coming around, it was kind of a, okay, I've got these issues to deal with now. So let's think about them. And then my breathing techniques. And then off you go. Just exhale then it's gone and I've been so good over the past 24 hours compared to how I would have been before and I fully put it down to that I really honestly do um I just noticed Strawman in the chat saying anyone with mental illness get an animal they help a lot I've had my 17 year old cat here she sticks by me every day unlike people and Mum, I'll let you. I'll let you explain about Thor. Oh yeah, just the he's, difference. He's, he's kind of your life, isn't he? I mean, um, the the guy on on your feed there is absolutely right. It doesn't matter. Even you know you've been through stuff, and you know he he's always been there for you. Pets know. They do, and they give you unconditional love, absolutely unconditional. Um, and, yeah, he's one of the things that, that brought you through. Uh, he's a puppy. He's a huge puppy. <laughs> um, he's a very strong puppy. But they know, and for them to, like, cuddle up to you or, you know, sit there with the head on your knee or it, it, it can change things. It really can. Um, you know, you, you've always been brought up with dogs, but when you have a special relationship with one, that means the world. They're, they're more than people, without a doubt, more than people. They don't talk back to you. They, they'll give you a mouthful. So they don't get their food on time or they'll clang their bowl at you or throw it at you or whatever. Um, but at the same point, they're there for you 100%. And, you know, again, that's like another wrong word because I'm, I'm rubbish with words, but it's another tool in your toolkit. Yeah. Um, when you've got something like that, you know, you – you have amassed, um, I would say now, a massive toolkit to help you through this time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah, you have your partner, you have your dog, you have your family, you you have um, your breathing techniques with your guy. You had the breathing techniques that 
um, the doctor shared with you. You have your little diagram and all these little things in your toolbox. They can help. And like you've just said, you went through something the other day, which would have normally caused you a lot of stress, anxiety and whatever. But because you can use these things from your toolbox now, it's a positive and yeah, you've been through the crappiest time in the world and I'm not taking any of that away, but for the strength that you've shown to actually go out there and do stuff for yourself. And I said this the other day, I can't be any prouder that you have fought your way to be where you are today. And I'm not suggesting you mended. I'm not suggesting that there's a miracle but with that strength you've become a person again yeah if that makes i don't know it, it does make sense and this is the whole part of me wanting to do this and it's it's not to gloat or anything like that it's it's basically so if if people want to talk we, we we can talk you know and it's about that no matter how shit that you may feel at that time, you may think that you've arrived. I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not a religious person whatsoever, but in those times you feel like you've arrived at the gates of hell and there's no escape. But three weeks ago, almost to the day, I'm a completely different person. And it takes a hell of a lot. And I can't emphasize that enough. It takes everything about you, every being about you. And it takes you to the littlest voice in the back of your head that's so muted to say, you can do this. You, you like, like Gary would say, uh, one of my friends, yeah, you got this. You know, that, that sort of thing. And having that voice that becomes so tired and quiet but still having it there just to prop you up just to you know what yeah, maybe you can do this listen to it just absolutely that, that. and that's that's what i was saying about strength without that and without the <laughs> like you say i got this i can yeah. do this you know you yeah. can put that to any wake of life that you can turn it around and that means anybody can turn it around it doesn't matter the depths of despair that people get to there's always a way there's always something to talk to but you need i believe um some sort of support network whatever is right for you you do need that because Unfortunately, when you're in that place, you can't do it all on your own. Not to start with, you can't. You no. do need something, whether it's your dog, whether it's a, a crisis team, whether whether it's a partner, whether it's a family member. You need something um, to give you that... I won't say kick up the arse because that's not what I mean, no. but like a crutch that mm -hmm. someone is there for you or someone will listen to you. You know, it doesn't matter what you say. We we talked so much crap over those few, first few days. Oh, yes. And um, went, went through loads and loads of stuff that we probably never, ever talked about before. 
Mm-hmm. And but this is maybe a big we, part of maybe we why. should have. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe, but again, like you said earlier on, you, you're wrapped up in your own stuff. You're at work. You know, you've got, you know, you've got different responsibilities and so on. So, you you think you think at the time that you don't have time or you've got no need to. But like like we was touched on earlier, is that we we've got become so much closer because of this and talking about this sort of stuff whereas before we didn't have that and whether i would dismiss talking or you didn't agree with medications and so on everyone is different but this whole thing i wouldn't say that i'd go through it again for to have this because it's not it's not healthy at all but there's more positives that I'm seeing day by day now. I mean, like I say, it's sorted out. It, it's helped. It's enhanced our relationship. Mine and my partner's relationship is absolutely brilliant. My friends, my my core friends that are there, and I can never thank them enough, but they're there and they let themselves be known that it doesn't matter if it's four in the morning, you can speak up, you can talk. There is always people that will listen. And sometimes all you need is someone to listen to you. And I must have ranted and raved and like I say, with with my dog, you know, in your garden. And I was just pacing up and down and I was speaking to my friends and just, you know, venting. And it might not even be related, but because of the mindset you're in, you're just like, you know what? My bullshit filters off. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to speak. And they listen and it helps you because, again, it releases that tension. It releases that pressure. There's no stuck thoughts like what the doctor said about having stuck thoughts and things building up. And sometimes all you need someone to listen. And again, that's what this is for as well. You know, if you've got people in the chat, if you've got problems and what have you that you you want to share even anonymously or you just want to get something off your chest go for it because you might feel better for it you don't know if you're not comfortable talking on here the numbers are on the screen you know they're they're there for a reason and during that night um i spoke to the samaritans because i'd inputted the the crisis team's uh, number wrong when the gp gave me it so i was I was completely lowest of the low in tears, just driving around. And I spoke to a guy called Chris from the Samaritans. And I was asking the most impossible questions to this poor bugger. I really was like, what's the point? What's the meaning? Why Why do we do this? All these really difficult questions that I don't think anyone truly has an answer to. And this guy just stuck with it. And he stuck with me. And all right, it didn't necessarily solve the issue, but he was there. He was there to talk to. And that means the world, because at those points, you might feel unwanted. You might feel that you're not good enough for anyone. And putting others, you you think what's better for other people with you not being around and all those sort of things. And this guy's just going, you know what? Cut all that shit. 
just stop all those thoughts and just let's talk let's have a chat and that can mean the difference between going over the edge and still being here today and it's like the Samaritan's number here it's six digits you press the button and it can change your outlook on things or it can help start a journey like what we've discussed tonight and that's huge and I don't think it's communicated out enough I really don't think it is there's still such a stigma in my opinion that especially I, I might I, I, I might be speak out of turn a bit but stigma with men you're always brought up that socially I don't mean just parents and such but socially you're a man you're supposed to be strong if something's bothering you then you need to man up you need to get over it these things are enforced and enforced and enforced and they're completely wrong because who says that you can't have a cry who says that you can't have things that you issues that you can't sort out yourself who says that why you know these are the questions that need to be answered by way way people way above our pay grades and the people even that we've spoke to recently i, I do think more needs to be done i don't know if you agree one more you know but that's what i feel I just think there's a lot of unanswered questions out there and a lot of things that are brushed under the carpet or never mind, you'll get over it or let, let's use your analogy, let's put a sticking plaster over it because that'll be fine. Yeah. And it actually isn't and there's too much of it that goes on that we don't all know about. But to go through it, albeit on the other side of it it's there it's real and it needs a lot more work into it i think yeah uh, that that's why i thought it was really important especially for the first one to have not just me talking about the issues but also you on the other side of it that's there to to that that's going and to support and be on the other side of things you know it's i i could not begin to even remotely understand what you went through because i was too busy wrapped up in my own issues you know so that's why but that's your thing you worry too much about everybody else and not yourself yeah and, and ultimately it was, was identified that it was wrong yeah and ultimately you know that's what support is for. That is what I'm for. That is, you know, if you can't do that, then there's got to be somebody else that can. But, mm -hmm. you know, I I was, I'd have walked over hot coals and still would to get what you needed. Um, but, yeah. Anyway, I'm getting emotional, so. No, no, we're, well, we're, we're not doing that. But, and that, that's that's the key thing. That's why I've got the numbers on the screen because I am conscious that not everyone has someone as amazing as you and what you did for me. Not everyone has that. But these services 
can be there to substitute that and give you that helping hand. Like I say, give someone to to talk to, someone who will listen. And I obviously had you. I had my dad, obviously, as well. Without that, you know, at the time, I thought, you know, you, you, you don't think like, oh, I'll just Google Samaritan's number. I'll just do this. I'll do that. You don't think like that. So the more that we can promote these sort of things, that that's you know that that can only be beneficial to someone someone that may be listening you know mm, absolutely yeah so but then now like i say after that three weeks on you know i'm 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 quite happy i don't know about you i know you're a bit sad that i've uh <laughs> i've moved, moved out again but <laughs> you know it's uh yeah. Yeah, I'd never stand in the way of anything you wanted to do, whatever you think's right, you know. So that that's I, I'm always your mum. I'll always be here. And you know, like you said, we have a different sort of relationship now, closer, tighter. Yeah. And that, that's one of the the many benefits out of all of this. You know, I definitely feel a lot more stable, a lot more in control of emotions and how to process thoughts and what have you. And those sort of things can't be taught to you unless you go unless you're in some sort of dark place. Um um now on the other side. I'm not saying I feel invincible. I like I say, I mean I've got you know, there's, there's, there's pills and what have you that I still have to take, obviously. But it makes it more manageable. It makes it so it doesn't seem like facing another day is the hardest thing in the world. All these small pieces click together and that's what helps. That's That's what makes you become a better person and to seek to better yourself again because when when you've gone gone to the bottom the last thing in the world that you want and i remember thinking this quite clearly is i don't want to start again and the, the things that I, i'll outside of this i'll never say again is that i've got nothing left to give the amount of times that i said that to you over those 40 plus hours unbelievable but that's the only way that i could express it because it feels like such a damn mountain to climb that you can't face it at the time now bring it on happy days i'll get my best crack and if if i if i fail a bit i'll pick myself up and i'll try again you know and that's having that attitude it's borderline impossible to get that back by yourself so yeah that's that that's where i'm at with it and you know even now i've got um my friends messaging me saying oh is this helping you out and are, are you sure you know just looking out for you it's so nice to have that um and you, you know it's great and hopefully that they're doing this sort of thing extends the same thing to other people that'll make me feel like you know just the icing on the cake. Yes, yes, we've got through this. But then, if we can help people as well, just by having a chat or what have you, then 
you know, it's a real purpose then in my eyes. So, yeah. Anything else you want to add, Mum? Or I, I, I know you've you've not been great today, so I don't want to keep you on too long. Uh, no, you know what you were saying. You've got such a great support network of mates that are real mates. You you you've got all that, and to actually realise that you have got that, I think that's another learning from it as well, because it's not all about oh, I'm putting on them or, or they're going to think this of me or that of me. No, you've got a great bunch of guys um, that will give you the earth, moon and stars. And you know what? Not everyone's got that. They haven't. But to look out there, and even if you've got just one person that you can talk to, that one person could be the whole difference. And on that note, I'm going to leave you to it. Yep. And like I said, I'm proud of you. Yeah, and I'm, you keep I'm, going in the way. I, I just want to say that I, I, this this is something like say you know the the um, one of the many benefits. Never in a million years before this would I ever dream of asking you to to come on to something like this or what have you. But it just shows that how much it it's changed. Just not myself and. You know, I, I really, I, I'm proud of you for coming on here. You know, it's it's massive. So I do want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. So I'm going to leave it there. Otherwise, I'll get emotional. So, <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll I will uh, I'll carry on, but I'll I will speak to you later on. And uh, again, all right, for your time. No all worries. Right. Bye. Right, guys. Yeah, um, I'm going to carry this on. Um, what I'm going to do, I, I wasn't going to do this because I was just going to keep um, keep it to just my mum and just explain as a, a kickoff sort of part of this ongoing show um, to, to just explain where I'm coming from, my reason for doing this and what have you. But um, yeah, so I'm not, not going to end it yet, no way. So what I'll do, I'll post a link in if anyone... Um, if anyone wants to join, have a chat or, you know, put their points across. If, if they don't agree with some things that I've said or anything like that, then I'm all for it. That's absolutely fine. So, yeah, but I'm chuffed a bit. So, you know, having my mum on and that's absolutely brilliant to, hearing it from another side. And, um, yeah, it, it does mean the world having someone there. It really does. Um, just like I say, like that Chris from the Samaritans, you know, even though I went through hell and I wasn't thinking straight, I still remember his name. I still remember what his voice sounds like. And, you know, it, it's, um, it, it just shows that it, it does hit home, um, and stays with you. Uh, there was another lady when, when I was speaking to the police and uh she was a, a dispatcher and she she literally couldn't do any more for me she even googled like local support services and such and was keeping me on the phone and you know there's so even though you've never spoken to these people before in your life 
and they will do absolutely anything to to help save a life and it, it's just incredible and a lot of these people go go throughout their day-to-day -day jobs and they don't get any recognition for it when they, when they really should but it's it's just awesome that uh that, that there's people out there like that so yeah like i say guys there there's a link in the chat now that i've posted if you if you want to come on um have a chat disagree with me call me names i'm not bothered you know it's just um yeah um just there as well sue saying uh do not hesitate to phone the samaritans if you're feeling desperate the number is in the phone but it's on the screen as well they're good kind kindly folk who will listen sometimes that's enough exactly sometimes it is just having just dialing that number you you might be completely against it they might turn you around they might might talk and make a bit of sense to you um that chap that i was saying he definitely did for me so it's free you don't lose anything why not give it a go you know so that's that's great advice from sue there in chat so yeah happy days i don't i'm conscious as well i don't want this to go off off topics and such and just just be like um other shows out there that i've, I've been on and such but um yeah, it'd be great to hear um, other people's views, um, see what you think, um, maybe share points on, obviously I've been through some of the, some of the, uh, the methods and what have you that have helped me. Um, you might have found other ways to, to cope or to improve you know there's there's lots of things there that um there's lots of things out there that i'm not aware of like I say i'm in terms of how i felt i'm still very new to this so that the might help me you know i'd be very grateful for any techniques the the one guy and it was only by chance that i seen it that was mentioning about wim hof um i would never have ever come across this guy before at all um i wouldn't know what to put the how do i put it uh, to put what to put in the search bar to find these sort of things and again coming back with the breathing techniques you even mention those sort of things and you think well how does it how does it work how does it you know and there's so many questions but then if you just think well, I'll give it a go. This video that I tried was 11 minutes long. And it's changed my life forever. Guaranteed. I will. And any time that there's any sort of stress. You know, that, that's what I think of. And I've got his voice in my head. And there's great parts in it where he says, in with peace as an in-breath and then out with stress. Sounds so, you know, to, to a bloke, you think, oh, bloody hell. What? You know, but. It does help it, it really does help or it certainly helped me and i don't think it's i don't think it's a bad thing for anyone to try so sue saying there i always win the battle but never the actual war you're still with us sue and you 
you know, you, you're finding these sorts of things out. So, you know, it's one battle at a time. There's, as I said before, like, yeah, I, I feel great now compared to three weeks ago. I'm more than conscious that I could quite easily go, go downhill at some point. But the more and more that you win these battles, the more and more information that you gain, the, there's different coping techniques, there's different methods. You might, you might um, be a part of a service that unlocks the key to how to deal with things that will hopefully enable you to, to win the war. You know, it's, there's always hope out there. And there's, the more and more that I get involved in this, the more and more that I research this, there's a lot of things out there. And I like the guy yesterday um, that came to, to discharge me. He's, I said to him, like, I'm, I'm going to be starting this. And um, it, it's because the, there's not that much info out there. And he said to me, well, there is information out there. It's just knowing where to find it. Now, that's all well and good if you've got a clear mind. But if you're struggling as things are, going to search and delve, dig deep to, to to find something that might might by chance be out there. It's um, it's it's a huge mammoth task, which might seem simple to 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 these people to say that. So the more and more that we can get out there, the better it hopefully will become. Uh, I'm a firm believer in that, and that's why I've I've started this. You know, so. It's great. I'm just looking for my discharge letter there. But yeah, so it's, there are things. There we go. There we go. Christopher's care plan. Um, yeah, e even there, you know, there's, um, there's things on here. I've not read through it properly yet. Um, so you can access various apps that i've never heard of staying alive headspace also calm um just just that general there's there's some general information now just check that there's no there we go i'll just do that bit there just those bits of information um with you know central access points samaritans seek support from friends and family it's all, all the sorts of messages that i've been trying to um trying to put across tonight i definitely think that you know having that out there to people that might be struggling it's it's got to be a good thing so yeah Like I say, guys, um, the link's in there. I don't know how to... There we go. Pin message. There we go. So if anyone wants to come on...
Right, there we go. I am back. Yeah, sorry, I'm I I, I muted because I didn't want to uh, didn't didn't want to take you to the bathroom with me. So that's the reason why. So I apologise. But um, <coughs> yeah. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, just trying to think now, because obviously this this part wasn't wasn't planned. Um, obviously, not till we get um, more of a a viewership on. Um, obviously, I had planned for my mum to be on longer, but she's she's not been good today. So obviously, I don't want to uh, don't want to don't want to keep her on longer than obviously what we what we plan to talk about. So that's why I thought I'd open it up and see if anyone wanted to. See if anyone wanted to come on. Just um, paste a link again. There we go. Even if you don't want to, uh, don't want to come on. Like I say, you can be completely anonymous um, and without without a webcam and such. But even talking in the uh, in the chat, I'll. Uh, I'll certainly reply to you. You don't even have to uh, actually thinking about it. There's there's quite a few bits going on um, in the news at the moment to do with mental health. Obviously, you've got Meghan Markle. You've got. Um, what's going on with the the 6 p.m curfew uh well the suggestion of it um which i'm sure quite a few people have got their opinions on so feel free to come on that's absolutely fine it'd be nice to hear from you Everyone's gone quiet now. <laughs> we had uh, we had a bit of activity, and then we're still live. Here we are. Yeah, I I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's uh, that will actually that will probably do um, for the first one. To be honest, at least we've got. Um, We've got the first bit and obviously my experience with services and going through going through problems and how things have been helped so i think we will leave it there and i will be back same time next week um i might try and organize for another guest to come on and fill the first bit and then feel free if anyone else then wants to come back and hop on and talk that's absolutely fine so on that though then guys um it's been really good for me uh hopefully it has for you as well and i will see you all next time cheers <laughs>